Welcome to episode 61 of the Becoming Mind Strong podcast. It is time to kick off a new season. Before we dive in, I want to put a little disclaimer at the start of the season. If you are a first-time listener and you are here for solely macros, workouts, habit training, what I suggest is that you go back and listen to some of the earlier seasons first. This season is about to be very different than what we've done in the past. If you follow me on social media, you know a couple things. Number one, I have gone through some major life transformations in the past six months in my personal life, in my professional life, in my soul's journey. The other thing you know is that I like to put polls on social media asking what people want to hear about on this podcast. And a lot of the feedback this time around is that people want to know not only the story of what actually happened, which I will share, but more importantly, what that looks like. And obviously, when I go through personal changes, that feeds into my business and there's life lessons and there's soul journeys and there's work to be done. Um, And that seemed to be the general consensus of what we want to dive into this season. So of course, we're always going to talk macros. We're always going to talk workouts. We're always going to talk mindset. And this season is going to be a bit different than the past ones. So if you're here for the more logistical stuff, welcome, welcome. We are so glad to have you in the MindStrong family. And I suggest you start at the earlier seasons before you get to this one. If you're all caught up and you're like, let's go, let's rock and roll, let's dive in, then you are in the right spot. And welcome to the new season of the Becoming MindStrong podcast. Welcome to Becoming MindStrong, the official podcast of MindStrong Fitness. My name is Rachel and I'm the CEO of MindStrong Fitness and I am here to teach you truth. No more shakes, no more wraps, no more point systems, no more cutting out carbs, and most of all, no more living off restriction. We are here to learn nutrition as a skill and it's a skill you only need to learn once and you will literally never diet again. So you ready? Let's rock and roll. So I want to start this episode by just being completely transparent. Um, it feels a little uncomfortable for me. When I put a poll on Instagram asking, you know, it was a lot of like, do you want me to talk about this or that or this or that? The overwhelming response is that people want to know what happened in Egypt. So if you don't follow me on social media, six months ago, I went on what I thought was going to be a sightseeing tour to Egypt. Um, It completely transformed my life. I came back, I ended my engagement, I uprooted my life, I made a lot of changes and just went on this deep healing path. And the overwhelming consensus on this Instagram poll is that people wanted to hear the story of what happened. It feels a little uncomfortable for me, not because I have any problem sharing. If you know me personally, I'm pretty much an open book. And as an educator, you know, I use this platform to teach people. I teach about macros. I teach about nutrition. I teach about workouts. So for me to talk about myself, and of course, there's always an element of like my own story woven into this, but for me to do an episode um, that feels almost solely like I'm talking about my story feels a little out of place. And in processing that, as I was getting ready to record the season, what I realized is it's not really any different than what I do when I talk about fitness, right? I talk about, I teach, I educate about fitness. And with that, I share parts of my own story. So I'm saying that up front, probably just for myself, (laughs) that I am going to share my story of, of what happened, of course, being conscientious of the other people involved that leaving out certain details. Um, and 
the for me the the reason to share this is not just to tell you about me and my life it's to lead into the life lessons and that's what a lot of this season is going to be about is the work that that I've done that I'm currently doing how that's weaving into mind strong and the takeaways from it but we'll start with we'll start with a little story time and if you're not interested in the lead up of course you know fast forward do you boo boo um but I'll lead up with what happened and then what that what led to so about six months ago, um, my my best friend called me and was like, hey, I got this crazy opportunity to go on a two-week journey on these privately chartered boats floating down the Nile River. There's going to be a sunset hot air balloon ride. There's going to be a Michelin-starred chef on board. Should I go? And my answer was, and I quote, get your ass on a plane to Egypt. Then as I sat with it, I was like, wait a second. In her message, she had said there were last minute cancellations, which is how she got the invite. So I totally invited myself. I was like, I heard you say cancellations. Can I go with you? Totally invited myself to Egypt. Again, at this point, I believe this was going to be a sightseeing tour. I thought we we're going to see some pyramids, go on a hot air balloon ride, eat some rad food, whatever it was. So we go to Egypt. <laughs> Just like that, we go to Egypt. We get on the boat. And what I didn't know was that the organization with whom we're traveling, they're called Hatch, that they put together very consciously chosen people. They're, they're thought leaders, they're advocates, they're world changers. These are hand-selected people who are doing work to change the world, and they are very conscious beings. So what I was actually walking into was a boat filled with human beings who have done the work, are doing the work. There was meditation. There was breath, breath work. We would go to the pyramids, which if you haven't been to Egypt, the land is freaking magic. Like you can feel it vibrating. So this group of 50 of us would be walking around this vibrating land and chanting and meditating and for some praying, whatever that looked like for them. And what I started to notice was the way that I describe it now, and you may have, if you follow me on social media, you've heard me say this a bunch. It was like my armor started coming off. My soul started cracking open. I found myself connecting to these 50 people in a way that I hadn't connected in intimate relationships. And these were, you know, there were men, women, old, young, married, unmarried. Nothing about this was, was sexual. When I say intimate, it wasn't anything like that. It was being around these conscious beings, being in this state where we were all so open and free and sharing. I felt myself start to connect on this deep soul level with humans that I had just met within day two. We did an exercise where I just started sobbing. And if you know me personally, number one, I hadn't cried much since like the age of 10. And number two, you know, I've had people that have been in my life for decades that I didn't connect with on this level. So as the trip went on and on, and as we did more meditation, more breath work, more connecting, I had just moment after moment, it was every day on the boat, I'd be like, oh, this is why the universe put me here. Here's the big aha moment. And the universe was like, hold my beer. That was day three. <laughs> and it would happen again and again and again. By the time that the trip was coming to an end, um, I knew in my soul of souls that I needed to make some life changes. I knew that the relationship that I was in, um, she was a she is a wonderful human who I love deeply, and we didn't have that deep of a soul connection. I had friends in my life that I've known for decades, and I love as humans, and I always want to be in my life, but we didn't have that deep of a soul connection. And it was it had nothing to do with other people. It it had to do a hundred percent with myself where there was this this veil that came off and i was like holy crap 
it's not that I've led a superficial life, right? My life has never been designed by fame or success or money or, or superficial in that sense, but it was very surface level. I was keeping people at an arm's length because I was keeping myself at an arm's length. I didn't want to touch on deep bruises that I had constructed an entire life around protecting from even knowing they were there, right? What I started to learn as my armor came off and as my soul cracked open is that I was actually born into this world, this deep feeling, highly empathetic little human. And those are not words I would ever use as an adult to describe myself. Because what had happened over the years, this is what I've discovered in my healing journey, and we'll talk more about this this season, is that what was modeled for me as a child is that vulnerability, that feelings, that emotions, those are weakness. Those are being a burden. Those are turning things into a big deal. And I don't say any of this to knock my parents. I love my parents. I'm grateful for my parents. But this is my generational story. This is what was modeled for them and their parents and so on and so on. We were raised in a family like a lot of people where emotions, vulnerability, these were weaknesses. These were things that that held you back. So as I started doing this work, both in Egypt and post-Egypt, what I discovered is that at my core, at my root, little Rachel is this deep feeling, highly empathetic being who has just been shut down and suppressed and told to be successful and told to be strong and told not to cry. And so I constructed the next decade upon decade upon decade of my life protecting That inner being that just wanted to be loved, that just wanted to connect, that just wanted to feel deeply. But the way that I did that wasn't actually protecting her. It was suppressing her. So what started to happen in Egypt and in my healing work afterward, that's why I call it taking the armor off. Suddenly it was like, you know what? I see you, little Rachel. I hear you. I feel you. And now it's your time. It's safe. How do I create a safe environment for you to cry, something that you've barely done since you were a kid, for you to feel, for you to talk openly about your feelings, for you to have conversations and be like, hey, I'm feeling really vulnerable right now. Can we talk about this? This is language that did not exist in my life, (laughs) my entire life since I was a kid. And with that came a lot of life changes. I had to let go of some relationships that were really important to me. I had to hurt people that I care deeply about not in a selfish way, not in an egotistical way, but in an I love you and this is not the path that I'm on way. And that sucks, man. That is hard. That is some of the hardest thing I've ever been through. And I'm talking both romantic relationships and also personal relationships. I lost a lot of friends when I came back from Egypt because not everyone understands this journey, right? Some people see the logistics of what happened. You ended an engagement suddenly. You've started meditating consistently. You've become this different person. You look different. You're speaking differently. And they don't want that. And that's okay, right? There's no judgment around this. My path is not going to be their path. My path is very different than the path I was on just two weeks before I went on that trip. And that's confusing. And it's not what they signed up for. And that's okay. And both things are true, right? It can be okay and it can be hard at the same time. So that's the Cliff Notes version. Since Egypt, um, it, it has been a deep dive into healing. As I realized these things about little Rachel, I have just, dove, in true Rachel style, dove head in with NLP, with parts work coaching, with meditation, with yoga, with breath work, with therapy, just really doing the work to let little Rachel out, to hear her, to feel her, to give her room to express her emotions, to get more comfortable with vulnerability, to start learning how to have a secure attachment style within myself, to find home within myself, to find security within myself, so that any relationships built on top of this, be it friendship or romantic, 
that they become icing on the cake, that they're not my security in life, that my home, that my security come from within of me taking care of little me. And then anyone else that gets to join the party, that's just icing on the cake. That's value added. Again, that that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of, of soul work crammed into a little bit of time. Um, as we go through this season, what, what I want to talk about and what the consensus from some of these polls are, are as we continue to talk about health from a nutrition, from a workout, from a mindset standpoint, is integrating what I'm now calling soul work, right? What I'm on right now, I consider my soul's journey. And a lot of this season is going to be dedicated to not only digging deeper into some of the stuff I touched on in, in this Cliff Notes episode, but also how they relate, right? Why doing this work, it almost sounds like, oh, macros aren't as important now. Workouts aren't as important because I have this deeper soul work to do. And the opposite is true. Doing this has made me realize, holy crap, we cannot get to the top, pardon the pun, we can't get to the top of the pyramid without the foundation, right? That was a little Egypt pun. We have to have this foundation of our physical health and then our mindset, and then we get to the soul work. So what this has actually done is cement for me the importance of what we've been teaching within MindStrong and now added a new element that we get to explore and journey on together. And we're going to do a lot of that this season. I'm so pumped you're here. I hope you enjoyed the Cliff Notes version. It was it was fun to talk about. I've talked about it a lot, but in this context, it's been a bit different and I'm excited to dive into it with you in the season ahead. Thanks for being here. And I'm looking forward to an awesome season of the Becoming Mind Strong podcast. You can grab a free chapter of my best-selling book, Becoming Mind Strong, the truth about health, fitness, and the BS that's holding you back by going to www.becomingmindstrong.com.